0: Gopijana Vallabha Giri Gopijana Vallabha Jaya Girivara dhari Girivara dhari Jayoradhama dhava kunjabihari KUNJA VIHARI JAYA gopijana JANA VA LABHA GERI VARADHARI Yashodanandana ननदा ब्रज जना Yamunatira Banachari. Yamunatira Banachari. JAYO RADHA MA DHAVA KUNJA BIHARI JAYA GOPI JANA VA Girivara-dhāre Girivara-dhāre Yashodanandana brajajanaranjana ya shodanandana braj jana ranjana ya YAMUNA TIRA BANCHAARI JAYO RADHA MA KUNJA BIHARI Jayo Radha Madhava Kunja Bihari Kunja Bihari Hare Krishna Hare Krishna Krishna, Krishna, Hare, Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare, Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, Na Krishna Hare Hare. Krishna Hare Hare आए रा, आए रा. ram Rama Hare Hare Jayo Radha Vallabh Radha Vallabh Shri Radhe Jayao Jagannatha, Jagannatha, Baladeva, Jayao Subhadra Jayao Gauranitai, Gauranitai गोरा निताई जयो गौरा निताई निताई Gauranita, Jayo, Gauranita, Jayo, Jayo, Prabhupad, Prabhupad, Jayo, Jayo, Prabhupad, 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 haribol haribol nitai haribol Itai Gauru Premanande, Hari Hari Jai
1: Vishnupad Paramahamsa His Divine Grace, AC Bhaktivedanta Swamishila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Ananta Koti Vaishnava Vrindiki Jai Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Itai Gaur Premanande All glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories to the assembled devotees, all glories, all glories to Shishi Guru and Gauranga, all glories to His Divine Grace A.C. Bhakti Vedanta Swami Śrīla Prabhupada Shila Prabhupada Prabhupad Ki Jai Nama Om Vishnupada Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swami Nitinamine. Namaste, Saraswate देवे
0: Gauravani Pracharine, निर्विशेष शून्यवादी पाश्चात्य Om ओम नमो भगवते Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā Om, Om Namo Bhagavate Vāsudevāyā Narāyanaṁ Namaskritya Naram caiva narottamam devim sarasvatim vyasam Tato jaya mudhirayet Nashta praesu abhadresu nityam bhagavata sevaya Bhagavati Rutta Mashloke Bhakti Bhavati Naish to Kee Krishna Yavasu Devaki Nanda Nayacha Nanda Gopakumaraya Govindāya namo namaha
1: Hare Krishna, welcome all of you for today's discussion of Śrīmad-Bhāgavatam. We're reading from Canto 7, Chapter 13, titled as, The Behaviour of a Perfect Person. And if I'm not wrong, we were supposed to do 7, because Maharaj read the sixth translation yesterday. Um, So I'll read the seventh verse. Let's try if you can follow me without the letters on the board.
0: Nasakchastresusajeta Nopajiveta jivikam Vada vadamstya jetarkan Paksham (genvana) kamchana samshraye Nasat Shastreshu Sajeta Nopa Jeeveta Jeevicam Vada Vadamstya de Tarkan Paksham Kamchana Samshrayet Nasat Shastreshu Sajeta Nopa ji veta ji vi kam Vada vadam stya jetar kam Paksham kamchana samshrayen Nasasashe to Nasa सशास्त्रे तु सज्जेता नो पजीवे तजीविताम अरवा सज्जेता का अरवा सज्जेता का भक्षकमच्छ न Mataji's Nasa न माताजीस vādhādhāṁ shatthita-tarqāṁ pākṣaṁ chamsa-samśrayet na satshāstresu sajjeta nopajīveta jīvikāṁ vādhāvādhāṁ stya-jetarqāṁ pākṣaṁ kāṁ Na not
1: Asat Shastreshu Literature like newspapers, novels, dramas and fiction. Sajjeta one should be attached or should indulge in reading. Na nor Upajiveta one should try to live. Ji upon some professional literary career, Vada Vadaan, unnecessary arguments on different aspects of philosophy. Tyajet, one should give up. Tarkan, arguments and counter arguments. Paksham, faction. Kamcha, Any, Any. na, Na. not, shariat shariat. should take shelter off. (laughs) Translation and purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Srila Prabhupada. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Translation. Literature that is useless waste of time, in other words, literature without spiritual benefit, should be rejected. One should not become a professional teacher as a means of earning one's livelihood. Nor should one indulge in arguments and counter-arguments, nor should one take shelter of any cause or faction. Purport. A person desiring to advance in spiritual understanding should be extremely careful to avoid reading ordinary literature. The world is full of ordinary literature that creates unnecessary agitation in the mind. Such literature, including newspapers, dramas, novels and magazines, is factually not meant for advancement in spiritual knowledge. Indeed, it has been described as a place of enjoyment for crows, Anyone advancing in spiritual knowledge must reject such literature. Furthermore, one should not concern oneself with the conclusions of various logicians and philosophers. Of course those who preach sometimes need to argue with the contentions of the opponents but as much as possible one should avoid an argumentative attitude. In this connection, Śrīla Madhavāchārya says, A-prayojana-paksham na Na-prayojana-paksśyāna Na-chodāśi na prayojana Abhyaset, na, na samacharet, tad ek there is no need to take shelter of unnecessary literature or concern oneself with many so-called philosophers and thinkers who are useless for spiritual advancement nor should one accept a disciple for the sake of fashion and popularity one should be callous to these so-called shastras neither opposing nor favoring them and one should not earn one's livelihood by taking money for explaining shastra a sannyasi must always be neutral and seek the means to advance in spiritual life taking full shelter under under the lotus feet of the lord
0: Oma Jnana Timiran Dhasya Jnana Anjana Shalakhaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupakadamahyam Dadatiswapadantikam Vandeham Shri Gurun Shri Yuta Padakamalam Sri Guru Vaishnavaam Sri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunatan Vitam Sadvaitam, Savadhutam, Parijana Sahitam. Krishna Chaitanya Devam, Shri Radha, Krishna Padan, Sahagana Lalita, Shri Vishakham, Vitamscha. He Krishna Karuna Sindho, Dina Bandho, Jagatpate, Gopesa Gopika Kanta, Radha Kanta Namostute. तप्त काञ्चन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी ऋषभानु सुते देवी प्रनामामि हरि प्रिये वाञ्छाकल्पतरुभ्यश्च कृपासिन्धुभ्य एवच Patita nām pāvanibhyo namo namaha Jai śrī krishna chaitanya prabhu nityānanda Shri Advaita Gadadhara, Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda, Hare Krishna Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Rama Hare Rama, Rama Rama Hare Hare. Yam Pravrajantam anupetam apetakrityam Krityam Dwaipayana Virahakatara Juhava Putretitan Mayatayatara Bobhinedo Stam Sarbabhuta Haradayam munimanatos me Hare, Hare Krishna.
1: So welcome all of you for the guests who've travelled interstate. Um so today we are continuing to read. Um, the thirteenth the chapter, the behavior of a perfect person. But before we start discussing, I would like to speak a few words about this glorious literature, Srimad Bhagavatam. In the Bhagavatam itself, in the third chapter, there is a verse which says, Idam Bhagavatam Nama Puranam Brahma Samhitam Charitam Chakar Bhagavan Rishihi Nihashreya Saya Lokasya Dhanyam Swastyanam Mahat. That this Bhagavatam is Brahma Samhitam. Brahma means the Vedic literature. So it is, it is samata. Samatha means uh, it votes for the late. Samatha Mat means to vote. Or Samatha means it completely uh, agrees with the Vedic literature. Or it's, a, it's a culmination of the Vedic literature. Uh, Bhagavatam claims itself and it is uttama shloka charitam it talks about speaks about uttama shloka who is uttama shloka krishna krishna and charita means uh, charan charan means to move so it is the activities of krishna it expresses or explains about the activities of krishna and who's compiled it chakara bhagavan rishi so it is rishi Bh- bhagavan rishi means Vedavyasa vyasa himself has compiled it so it is about the lord and it is compiled by the lord in his own literary incarnation and it is Lokasya nihashreyasaya. Nihasreyasaya means for the ultimate good. Many times, um, as Jivatmas, we most of the times do not know what is good for us. Um, Our mind suggests what is good for us, but generally we do not know what is good for us. But but Bhagavatam says this Bhagavatam literature is good for the Lokasya. Lokasya means general, people in general. And it is Dhanyam. Dhanyam means it is um, fully successful. So it makes one fully successful by uh, reading this literature. Swasti Ayanam, Swasti, Prahlad Maharaj. Uh, prays for the whole world. He prays for swasti, swasti astu, for the well being, for the auspiciousness for the whole world. So, swasti ayanam means it is all blissful, it is all auspicious, and mahat, it is all perfect. Bhagavatam is perfect. So, it is such a literature. So, therefore, we are very fortunate that although we do not know samskritam as the language in which bhagavatam is compiled we are so uh, fortunate that Srila Prabhupada, His Divine Srila Prabhupada has given us in the language which we can understand and then again in the 12th canto it is said atra sankirtita sakshat sarva pap haro harihi narayano hrishikesho bhagavan satvatampati atra so therefore why is it glorious bhagavatam is glorious because it explains about satvatampati Patihi means the owner or the, the owner or the boss of Satvatam. Sattvatam means the devotees. So, he is the lord of the devotees. And because Bhagavatam explains about that particular lord, that lord who is the lord of the devotees, therefore, it is uh, uh, glorious. And then elsewhere in the Padma Purana also, it is said, Purane Sarveshu Srimad Bhagavatam Param Yatra Pratipadam Krishna Giyate Bahudar Padma Purana was written long before Bhagavatam was compiled. As we all know, Bhagavatam was the last Purana that Vedavyasa wrote after Narada Muni chastised him. Well, you have written so many literatures, but you haven't explained Krishna in detail. So, please compile Bhagavatam. But we, we see Bhagavatam has references in many other Puranas. So, in the Padma Purana, it is said, Puraneshu tu Sarveshu Srimat Bhagavatam Param. Among all the Puranas, Bhagavatam is the ultimate Purana. Padma Purana declares it. And Yatra Pati pratipadam. Padam means every verse, every verse pratipadam. Krishno Giyate. There is glorification of Krishna. Bahudarshibihi. In various ways, Krishna is glorified in that uh, Bhagavatam. So with this, we take um, blessings and um, I, take, um, I pray that I speak something that is pleasing to all the devotees and the Lordships here and I take blessings from all Vaishnavas assembled here to help me speak a few words for my own um, advancement. So let us understand when is this verse spoken in context? What's the context? Uh, Now we know Bhagavatam deals with how many topics? In general? It deals with ten topics, is it not? Uh, In the second canto it is said, atrasarga visargascha sthanam poshanam utayah manvantareshanukatha Muktirashrayaha, Atrasarga visargascha. There are ten topics which Bhagavatam generally covers. So generally, if you want a Purana to be complete, it has to cover these ten topics. And there are probably only two Purana. Bhagavatam is the only Purana which covers all the ten topics in detail. Now, uh, and we also know Bhagavatam's first two cantos are and Bhagavatam represents two things. One is the ten topics and Bhagavatam also is the body of the Lord. So the first and the second canto represents what? The feet of the Lord. The third and fourth represent the the thighs of the Lord. The fifth represents the navel of the Lord. The sixth represents the chest. And the seventh represents the arms of the Lord. So therefore, uh, if you see, Atra sarga visargascha, sthanam, poshanam, utayah uti, uti means to do something to do some activity so therefore seventh canto is related to uti, uti means uh, activities then the question comes what to do? because as jivas, we are dynamic we are di- we, why are we dynamic? why are jivas dynamic? why is an atma dynamic? anyone? why is an atma dynamic? Because Krishna is dynamic. We are the amshas of Krishna, because Krishna is dynamic, so therefore we are also dynamic. So we can't stay in one place, we have to do something, we have to do some activities. So therefore, uti or utayaha is that section of Bhagavatam which deals with activities. Now one may ask, okay, what type of activities? Then, generally it's classified as auspicious activities and inauspicious activities. Uh, Therefore, this canto began with what pastime? Yeah, Hiranyakashipu and and Dev and Prahlad Maharaj. So, it gave us a depiction of what is a person who performs inauspicious activities and what about a person who performs auspicious activities? Prahlad Maharaj and Hiranyakashipu, and what ends do they meet? So therefore, 7th Canto deals and begins with Utayaha, activities. And therefore, uh, it generally leads to to the Now, how how does it apply to us now? Okay, we've studied about Hiranyakashipu. we have studied about uh, Prahlad Maharaj. How does it apply to us? So, King Yudhishthira leads Narada Muni to speak about the Varanashrama system because this is what is applicable to us in our general day-to-day life. So, now please tell me, what are the activities that we, because you know, Krishna says, Chaturvarnyam Mayashrishtam Guna Karma Vibhagashaha. So the classes are divided based on two things. What is that? Nature and activities. Whatever activities we do, and what's our nature, Swabhava. Based on that, the, the Varanas are there. So therefore, he po- Yudhishthira Maharaj inquires, now can you, Nardamuni, explain me about uh, Varnashrama system, how Krishna has classified this? It is then when Narada Muni in the last five chapters starts explaining about the 30 qualities that a human should have and what is the explanation of an ashrama system. So, so far in the previous chapters, he's explained about the social orders. What are the four social orders? Huh? No, that's the spiritual orders. Social orders? Sorry? Brahmana? Kshatriya, Vaishya and Shudra. So, these are the social orders based on what activities they do, is it not? And then there are the four spiritual orders, which is? Yes, brahmachari, grihastha, vanaprastha, sanyasa. I was speaking to uh, some senior devotees who were Prabhupada's disciples. They said uh, at one point in time they were vanaprasthas, they are still vanaprasthas and they said, we were vanaprasthas from the beginning, and we were vanaprasthas, because they were practically living in a van for many years. They didn't even have a home. They were selling Back to God at magazines, traveling all around the United States of America, and they were vanaprasthas, <laughs> living in a van. So they says, yes, we were vanaprasthas. So, vanaprasthas and sannyasis. Now, the spiritual orders One may think, uh, there are two perspectives to see this, external and internal. External is, yes, brahmachari means who is unmarried, grihastha means one who is married, vanaprastha means post-marital life and sannyasis means now take to renounced order of life. But there is an internal perspective as well to the spiritual order, therefore it is spiritual order. It's not external, it is spiritual, it's a spiritual classification. So therefore, among these spiritual classifications, two stand out very prominently, brahmacharya and sannyasa. Because it is just not an external representation of a status of a jiva in, in his external world, but it represents one's internal consciousness as well. So therefore, Brahmacharya is a stage or state of consciousness of a jiva. So uh, therefore, Brahmachari doesn't mean only Brahmachari who is wearing saffron and in the Brahmachari ashram. Brahmachari means, it, it's a Brahmachari Brahmachari or Brahmachari is a state of consciousness which pervades all the four spiritual classes. So one must be a Brahmachari Brahmachari, one must be a grasta Brahmachari, one must be a vanaprasta Brahmachari and one must be a sannyasi Brahmachari because it's a, it's a stage of consciousness, it's a state of consciousness. Brahma-achariti iti Brahmacharya Similarly, Sanyasa, brahma, again, Brahma has many various meanings. Brahma means scriptures, Vedas, Acharana, Brahma also means the practice of the Vedas, practice of the brahmanical principles, uh, study of the scriptures, so all of this also means Brahma. And one who follows these guidelines is, is a Brahmachari. brahma acharati, one who puts it into practice in his life, is a Brahmachari. Similarly, sannyasa. Generally, when you say sanyasa is someone who's wearing saffron, has a danda, and we call him Swami or Maharaj, this is an external classification. Um, although very, I'm, I'm very puny to speak on these topics, but this is just my theoretical understanding. So please pardon me if I make any mistakes here. Uh, sanyasi, sannyasa, it has an internal connotation as well. Now, in Sanskritam, if you break the word samnyasa, because Sanskrit is a beautiful language of uh, etymology, Nirvachan, it is called as. Um, if you break the word uh, in English, also you can date it back to Latin. So, sun, sun, sum. What is sum? What is the meaning of sum? We use this in Bhagavata many times. Prabhupada uses this. Samam bonam. See, Samam bonam Prabhupada uses. That is the actual meaning of sum in Sanskritam. Sum means. Uh, in Nirvachana, it is said, Akaya sambhumna This is the meaning of some. Some means some total. Samam bonam. Who is that? Krishna. So, some, nyasa. Nyasa means to give away. So, some nyasa means one who gives away everything to some is a sannyasi. That's all sannyasa means. So therefore, sannyasa is again a stage of consciousness which pervades all the four sp- uh, spiritual classes. Whether you are a brahmachari, you still have to have sannyasa consciousness. Whether you are a grihastha, you still have to have sannyasa consciousness. Whether you are a vanaprastha or a sannyasi, you still have to have this type of consciousness where you give everything to Krishna, where your existence itself for, is for Krishna. Why? Because it is all auspicious. So, in that perspective, um... In this chapter how we have progressed is up to the previous verse, up to six verses we have seen initially uh, the first uh, up to four verses we saw what should a sannyasi do and then four, five, six uh, Narada Muni explained about the consciousness of a sannyasi to see Krishna everywhere, vasudevam sarvam to see the time, eternal time as Krishna, how it devours our lives. This is the consciousness of a sannyasi, and from seven, Narada Muni has started to explain, um, as you saw in this verse, since the material body is sure to be vanquished and the duration of one's life is not fixed, uh, one has to observe the eternal time factor. So this is what the sannyasi, a, a person in the stage of sannyasa consciousness should observe. That's why this chapter's name is not sannyasi. You see the chapter's name? What's the chapter's name? The behavior of a perfect person. Do we have to become a perfect person? Yes, so it is in one sense applicable to us as well. It's not just for sannyasis. Now in seventh, he's explaining, Narada Muni is explaining about other qualities that a sannyasi should possess, and one of them is uh, here in this verse is what type of literature he should study. Literature that is useless waste of time in other words, which doesn't have spiritual benefit should be rejected. Now, I'll ask you a question. Why is it important even to mention what type of literature one should study? Why is it even important or relevant if one is a, even if you consider sannyasi as an external uh, perspective? Why is it important or why is uh, it why, why why is it even worth discussing this? Why is it saying what type of literature you should be reading? It's because Bhagavatam is very particular. It prescribes what has to be done as well. It rejects what is not right and it also prescribes what has to be done. There is another verse in the beginning of Bhagavatam, in the fifth, cha- in the fifth, um, fifth chapter, um, you know when Narada Muni comes and advises Vyasadeva to say, you've explained, you've written so many literatures but you haven't actually written something about Krishna, so please write it. So the the verse is Yathadharmadayas artha Muni Var Varyanu Natatha Vasudeva mahima Anuvarnitaha Mahima. You haven't explained in detail about Vasudeva. Anuvarnitaha means you have not explained much about Vasudeva. So please write a literature which is more de- in more detail about Vasudeva. And then after that, he he mentions a verse. Please repeat after me. Nayadvachas chitrapadam
0: harer yasho.
1: Nayadvatas, nayadvachas chitrapadam harer yasho. Jagat pavitram
0: pragrinitakar hitchit. Tadvaya samtirtham o shanti manasa nayatra hamsa niramantyu
1: shikshaya now this is a beautiful verse where narada is saying nayad vachas chitra padam hare yasho that literature which does not describe about the yasha yasha means glories of hari which is all purifying. Jagat pavitram pragrenita karhicit. Please compile such a literature. If you don't, then tadvayasam manasa. Otherwise, all other literature is a, is like a pilgrimage of the cross. I remember, um, I used to when I was in the tenth grade, I used to go to the library um, in Bangalore and in India, and you will find all types of people coming and reading literature. There newspapers, novels, and um, um, fictional novels, fiction, non-fiction, whatnot. you know. So, there are so many people reading so much literature mm-hmm. and after reading that literature, they'll go home and do what? So, uh, we have to understand, after obtaining certain literature or information from the literature, what's happening to the consciousness. That is what is spoken about here. That's why literature becomes very important Of what type of literature are we reading and what bearing has it on, ha- has it on our consciousness. So, therefore, in this verse, therefore, these these two verses are very linked because Prabhupada mentions that in the purport. Uh, Indeed, it has been described as a place of enjoyment for the crows. With the advancement of media, with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and what's the video application? Uh, TikTok is it? Is it TikTok? Yeah. There's so much information out there. And people want, and, and people want to consume. Uh, if at all, if we are moving towards the, you know what is the future of IT these days? What's the future of IT? What's the big word? Yes, somebody said that. Huh? AI, yes, artificial intelligence, yeah. With the intent, intent of artificial intelligence, they're all trying to do, achieve one thing. What is that one thing modern AI or IT is trying to achieve? When you go to Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and I don't know what all applications these days uh, there are, huh? Yes, and take your time, and thank you, Prabhuji, and also they want to grab your attention all the time. That's why you have YouTube shorts, is it not? And that's a nice way to spoil your, atten- I mean, to destroy you in one sense, huh? from my perspective. Why? Because they want to grab your attention. Anything longer, they know you can't, they can't grab you. So, they are shots now. So, people keep scrolling, let me see that, let, another one, another one, another one. One minute videos, yeah? So, and then you get addicted to it. And the AI algorithm works out, okay, now he's interested in these videos, let me, let me throw some more of them to, the, to him. So, the whole idea about modern IT is to grab your attention. They want to seek your attention. They want you to look at, look at them, you know. Look at me! YouTube says, look at me. Instagram says, no, 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 look at me. So, everybody wants you to look at their application, so that you are glued onto their application. And therefore, without your knowledge, they're also doing selling. Of, of selling of content, selling of information, and therefore, they're programming your consciousness as well. So, th- this happens. So, generally out there, literature, these days literature are, is available. why I mentioned about YouTube is, literature doesn't only mean books, literature also is available in so many different types of media these days, sound. uh, What's this, uh, what's a audio application? Uh, Is it audio book? What's it called as? Huh? Audible, yeah, audible. There's an audible now, you can continue to hear novels. And you get paid if you want to record your voice for some novels, You you can read and sell your voice and then somebody will be hearing. After that hearing, what happens, God only knows. (laughs) Uh, So there are books where you can hear. So, modern world or Maya gives you a recipe for enjoyment in so many ways. But Narada Muni says, this type of enjoyment is only for crows. Uh, Fortunately, we don't have crows in Australia. I I I presume we only have ravens, but not crows. We have crows? In Brisbane or in in Queensland? I haven't seen a crow here in Melbourne though. We have ravens here. Huh? New South Wales you have? Okay, that's good. So, (laughs) I mean, that's good in a sense. Yes, it's good you have diversity. But we haven't seen it here. But crows, the crowing of a crow is literally, it's very... harsh to, to hear, but therefore it's a pilgrimage for the crows because uh, it's just noise, because they are after such type of literature, the, the example of vayasam, vayasam means crows in one sense, vayasam has again different meanings. So, it's a pilgrimage for the crows, Narada Muni says. Why does he say that? Because, Bhagavatam again classifies there are two types of literatures. One is, vayasatirtha, hamsatirtha. Tirtha also means literature. Tirtha also means uh, the one you take in your hand, which is Tirtham, and Tirtha also means literature. Uh, Vayasam Tirtham and Hamsa Tirtha. Vayasa Tirtha means that which actually wastes our life. <laughs> as as the, every sunrise and sunset, it wastes our life. I remember um, we homeschool a few children here. Uh, they read a lot of fiction novels. So a long time I hadn't allowed them to read Harry Potter. So then, I said, okay, this is the time you can start reading Harry Potter. They read Harry Potter, now they don't like any other fiction now, because they always compare to the, the author of Harry Potter, Says, oh, that was amazing and we don't like any, any other literature now, They've, they're already losing interest in Bhagavatam as well. So this is the… this is what the modern fiction or modern non-fiction novels does or literature does, it destroys one's consciousness. Although, there is some enjoyment in there, but this type of enjoyment is only done by by the crows or by low-class people, not by hamsas. Hamsatirtha means that which... Vāyasa means that which spends our age and wastes our lifetime. Hamsatirtha means that which actually increases our lifespan to eternity, that which takes us closer to eternity. Um, Prabhupāda writes in... Uh, there's a lecture that Prabhupāda gave on this verse. Prabhupāda says, Chitra uh, api vasudeva vetiruttanya vishaya jnanavad evanya vishayam Vakchaturyam. These days on YouTube, sometimes I watch YouTube, unfortunately I have to, uh, you will see lot of debates, lot of interviews going on and sometimes you may feel that this person speaks so nice, He's so good in his speech you get attracted to the way he speaks. Uh, There's a presidential candidate in the US nowadays, an Indian presidential candidate. You know, you know who he is? Vivek Ramaswamy. uh? The boys are glued on to him, the way he debates uh, with a lot of people. Uh, He's a good person, but what I mean to say is, when you see such um, expertise of debating, expertise of communicating, people do get attracted. But the problem is, uh, the problem is, uh, we will get a chair, Mataji, for you. Yeah. Prabhupada writes, Sridhar Go- Goswami writes in the Bhagavatam, in the Tatparya, that, Vasudeva Vyatiritanya, if uh, if there is any discussion, vyatirikt vyatirikt means Atirikta, other than Vasudeva, there is no glorification of the Lord, directly or indirectly, then it is just Vak chaturyam. You know what is Vak Chaturiam? What is Vak Chathuryam? It is just word jugglery. You will get attracted to it, but that's just word jugglery, because the person who is speaking so eloquently also will die one day, and nobody will come, all this Vak Chaturiam will not come to his help. So one has to always imbibe the quality of connecting it to Krishna. It doesn't mean one should not, one should be bereft of social matters. But when we engage in the society, somewhere in the corner of the mind, we think of Krishna at all times. Like, just like uh, as devotees, when you meet someone, you would always be thinking, oh, how do I take this person to the temple? Or how do I somehow tell him about the message of Gita? Something, you know, the devotees always think like this. So, somewhere we connect Krishna in some form of the other. But generally, this this is what you don't find in outside society. So, that is what hamsa tirtha means. The the reason why we are discussing this verse is uh, in the hamsa, when we come to hamsa, when we come to sannyasis, there are... Four types of sannyasis. I'll tell you why we are going this way and then we'll come back to the verse which we are discussing in question today. There are four types of sannyasis. you know that, right? Kutichaka, Bahudaka, acharya and Paramahamsa. you heard of those names? Kutichaka means one who has taken to sannyasa, but he lives in the backyard of his house in building a small hut. But he, he's served by his own family. So he's still near his family, but he's still living outside the house. That's Kutichaka. That's a very initial stage of sannyas. Then when he does bahudaka, when he advances a little bit, he thinks, now, sh- I've taken sannyas. I shouldn't be attached to my family, I should accept the whole world as my family. Vasudai kutumbakam. So, he leaves home now. And he leaves home and he starts traveling to other places, and then when he travels, he asks for madhukari. Madhukari means you go to every house and beg alms. You beg for two rotis and eat, because you're not... because sannyasi is a niragnika. he's not supposed to cook. So, this is uh, Bahudaka, and Parivrajakacharya is another level of advancement of a sannyasi where he now thinks, I am eating roti from these houses, but I need to give back something. So, let me give them transcendental knowledge. So, this is acharya. That's why we say Ashtottara, Parivrajakacharya, Ashtottara, shatashri shrimad, His Divine Grace, Bhakti Vedanta because He is giving us knowledge. And then another stage is Paramahamsa. Paramahamsa stage is a very advanced stage where he doesn't see any differentiation at all. Because Madhya means one who preaches, but one who is uttamadhi he sees Krishna everywhere. Vasudevam Sarvamiti. So therefore, Prabhupada says our society is gone, Krishna Consciousness, International Society for Krishna Consciousness is to create Paramahamsas. Just by chanting the Hare Krishna man- Mahamantra, one can become a Paramahamsa, Prabhupada says. Now the reason why I was mentioning this, is if you, if you zero in back to this verse, therefore it is very important for a sannyasi to determine what type of literature he needs to study, because it is one of the responsibilities of a sannyasi to give na- knowledge to others. So therefore, if he has the right knowledge, he'll probably give the right knowledge. But if he's reading all the wrong books, he might teach physics, chemistry, maths, sociology, civics, but it's not gonna help anyone. So therefore, um, it, it, uh, Prabhupada also writes, he is, one should not become a professional teacher uh, as a means of earning one's livelihood. This is for a proper sannyasi. If you've taken sannyas, don't end up becoming a physics teacher at school. So, you, you teach them transcendental knowledge. That's, that's what in a sense it means. So, and Madhvacharya also speaks about uh, na prayojana so don't make uh, devote uh, disciples uh, just for the show off. You should not take disciples as a fashion or popularity and one should be callous to these type of Shastras and one should be Udāsīna. Uh, Nacha Udāsīna Shastrāni. Udāsīna means just be indifferent to such type of Shastras. So with this, today is 15th of January. Today is a, this year is a leap year. 15th of Jan, today is also a festival called as Makara Sankranti. Everybody knows? Now, usually it's on the 14th or 15th. Every leap year it's on the 15th, but if it's not a leap year, it's on the 14th of Jan. Today is a festival, where the sun moves from a winter solstice to a summer solstice. So that's why it's Makara, Tropic of Cancer and the sun moves the, that's why in India the days get longer. Now, in our sampradaya, it's a day where we lament. This is a day where we lament. Why is that? Does is someone remember? Huh? Sorry, Vishmadev. Uttarayana. Yeah, that is also there. But in our sampradaya something connected to our Sampradaya, this is a day of lamentation for us. We grieve on this day. Gaudiya Vaishnavas grieve on this day. The reason is, it is today Chaitanya Mahaprabhu left his home to Katwa, to take sannyas. Um, so, <clears throat> therefore it is called as tragedy of separation for the Gaudiyas because Gauranga Mahaprabhu who was Nimai Pandit, the beautiful Nimai Pandit, who had beautiful locks of black hair at the age of 23-24, with uh, having a wife and a mother, he decides to leave his home and take sannyas. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu uh, laments one one day morning, he is lamenting that, I have come to give them the biggest gift, actually, the biggest gift, but here people are not ready to take it people are not ready to take this treasure. They're not mature enough to understand what is good for them. They're very materialistic. So therefore, I have to at least take sannyas and try to preach in that way so that I can... Uh, so what Chaitanya Mahaprabhu thought was the, the because at that time, Bharatabhumi, India, was predominantly a Mayavadi um, control. All the Acharyas were preaching Mayavad philosophy, so which was very materialistic and Krishna consciousness was not preached. So therefore, uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had a very heavy heart. So therefore, he decides that I should now take sannyas. So when he decides like this, the whole of Gaudiya, the whole of Navadvip starts weeping. They says, no, we can't see you take sannyas." Uh, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu decides, nevertheless. So we all know that when he goes to uh, Katwa, there... Um, from whom did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu take sannyas. Keshav Bharati. When he goes to Katwa, he uh, goes to Keshav Bharati's ashram. Keshav Bharati, from distance he sees a glowing, uh, bright personality coming to his place, coming to his, towards him. Then he sees it's Nimai Pandit. Nimai Pandit is what was Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's name. Nimai Pandit is coming close to his house. Then <coughs> Keshav Bharati says, What brings you here, my dear Lord? And he says, I have come to take sannyas from you. And Bharati says, Sanyas? No way. And then behind Nimai Pandit there's a, there's a big group of people and they are looking at Keshav Bharati very angrily. He says, mind you, if you give Chaitanya Mah- if you give Nimai Pandit sannyas, we're gonna destroy you. We're going to break your hut, and we're going to destroy you. And they, they 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 point fingers. Mind you, this is this is serious business. Um, but uh, say so they warn him not to give sannyas to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But Mahaprabhu nevertheless says he has to take it for a higher purpose. And then he orders the the barber to shave his head, and the barber cries. You all have seen the painting where he's crying to to shave Mahaprabhu's head. Um, and then Mahaprabhu shaves, and then there is Mother Sachi's sadness also is described in detail, so I would recommend you to read that in detail, but it is… the understanding we have is, Krishna, from Vrindavan, abandoned the gopis, abandoned the brajvasis to take to Dwarka and Mathura, and he became a (laughs) Grihastha. Krishna became a Grihastha but our Gauranga Mahaprabhu was a Grihastha. There Krishna abandoned the Brajwasis to become a Grihastha and he made the Brajwazis lament about him. Here Nimai Pandit left his Grihastha Ashram, took to sanyas and he also put the Navadipvasis into lamentation, into separation. Both are absolute because there is a message Krishna wanted to teach us. The message is, love and separation. This is the message Gauranga Mahaprabhu actually came to teach us, which Krishna taught anyways to the gopis, to say, my love for you will increase when you separate from me. So therefore, this was the reason Gauranga Mahaprabhu also took to sanyas and went to Jagannath Puri. So therefore, the Navadipasis cried. So this is, um, although they were protesting, after the sanyasa ceremony, it is union and separation. So, this, this is the crux of our philosophy. Um, vipralamba Bhava, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and Krishna, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu basically came to give us this. So therefore, it's interesting, Bharati gave sannyasa. generally when in the, in the sanyasi, sanyasa paddhati, every sannyasi is given one of the ten surnames, like Tirtha or Puri, you know, Madhavendra Puri, Ishwara Puri, there are some surnames that a sannyasi gets, there are ten of them. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not get any of the ten. And the name that Keshav Bharati chose was Chaitanya. Krishna Chaitanya was his name. So Nimai Pandit became Krishna Chaitanya after this. And uh, of course, it is not Keshav Bharati who gave him the name, it is Krishna only inspired him to give the name. So the, the lesson that... Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to teach us his union and separation. So, this is, uh, this is a day of grieving where we remember. But at the same time, you see, we do not worship Gauranga Mahaprabhu as a shaved head in our temples, because we don't want to see him as a sannyasi. We want to worship Gauranga with his beautiful locks of hair, Therefore, this is the beauty of Śrīla Prabhupāda, who gave us back that Gauranga of Navadvip, who gave us back that Nimai Pandit, who is Gauranga Mahaprabhu, but not as a sannyasi, but we worship him with his beautiful locks of hair, with his transcendental beauty, just as, uh, just as what we want to see him as. So, this is a good day to, to sing Gauranga Bolite, uh, bhajan also, so if you can, you can sing that as well. So I'll stop here. Thank you very much for lending an eager ear. If there are any questions, comments, or corrections, I know Sevya is eager to. <laughs> we can discuss for a while. Yes, Did Chaitanya have any children? Sorry? Did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu have any no. any children? No. no. He was a perfect householder. He didn't have any children yet, although we are all his children. Um, Sanyasi May, creates children by preaching. There are two ways to pr- produce children. One is seminal and the other one is transcendental uh, by preaching. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is producing children every day, even now. So we are all his children through the agents of Srila Prabhupada, the agency of Prabhupada and his disciples. So yes, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has a lot of children but no, he didn't have any seminal children. <laughs> Thank you, Prabhuji. Any more questions? It's not there? Okay. Thank you very much. Grantra Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Gauranga Mahaprabhu ki jai. Nitai Gaur Primanande. Hari, hari bhool.